0: Greet you all in the wonderful name of the living Jesus Christ, our Lord and our wonderful Savior. This is another day that the Lord has made for us to rejoice and be glad in it. I am very much grateful once again for being allowed this opportunity into your homes through your devices just to share the word of the Lord with you once again. And today we are sharing under the subject it's none of your business. Something that one might take offence in hearing. But allow me today to explain that it is also none of your business. Something that I've heard very much often, not directed to me at times, but I've heard it where one person would say to the other, it's none of your business. Today we are looking at the Bible. In the scripture, Job chapter 42 I'll be reading verse 2. The Bible reads as follows in the Good News Version. I know, Lord, that you are all-powerful, that you can do everything you want. I'll read that again. I know, Lord, that you are are, all-powerful, that you can do everything you want. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in the mighty name of the living Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I believe the book of Job is some book that a lot of people might be familiar with, We might not have read through the whole book, but a lot of people know the story of Job and how he was, he, he was afflicted, he was tested, he was pushed to the edge through his life. And how everything just became sour, if you might allow me to use that word. But we also know the character of Job. That in the Bible, in the first chapter of Job, he is described as a man who worshipped God. Someone who was faithful to God. A man that was very much careful to not do anything that is evil. That he was a good man. But at the same time, I understand that a lot of preachers have attempted and successfully so to communicate the life of Job and how he was a good man. But at the same time, he was still tested that at the same time, he he was a man that was that we should look onto. The fact that even when the Bible introduces him, he introduces his character and how he relates to God more or before he can introduce how his life was, his wealth and everything that he owned. That at the end of the day, what was more important in the introduction of Job is how he related with God. That he was a God-fearing man. He was a man who worshipped God. Before we can start saying that he had properties, he he had cattle and so on. But at the same time, despite this great introduction, despite how faithful he was to God. But he is still tempted. That we see in the story that the devil goes to heaven to communicate with God later on. And God brags, if you might allow me, shows confidence in the character of Job. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the story continues to where he is tested. A lot of people around him tend to look at him. Even his wife says, curse God so that you might die. That everyone around him starts slowly but surely showing suspicion that he might not be on the correct path. And also, why should he hold on to a God that allows these things to happen to him? Which is all okay because he still stands and defends his faith and his relationship with God. But later on in the book, we start hearing him questioning God where he even says i look at you on the left side i look at you on the i look for you on the left side i look for you on the right hand side i cannot see you that it was still okay for some time it went on and on and where god continually uh, was still on the throne in his heart that he still had reverence for god that he still feared god but the amount of agony, the amount of pain, the amount of challenge that he was faced with, the the test went beyond his strength and we might conclude that he lost his patience. Now, I might ask, have you ever lost your patience with God? That I've been waiting for you to come through. That I've been waiting for you to show up. That sometimes, we can, we, we, we can keep it together for as long as we can, but sometimes it seems as though God is taking too long to answer our prayers. That's what I want to talk about today, that sometimes we are placed in positions where you can keep your faith for some time you you can keep going to church for some time but the more you continue the more you continue living life the more you wake up the next day it seems as though god is taking his own time he doesn't see how much hurt that you, you you're going through how much pain you're going through it seems as though he has forgotten about you that sometimes if you 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 were exposed long enough you start questioning that can you even hear me that god i'm currently looking for you i cannot feel your presence i cannot hear you say anything have you ever gone to church and then as you were listening to the word the word of god being preached to you it felt as though god was talking to the next person have you ever felt so empty in the room That as you were sitting, waiting for God, as you were praying, that you were devoting yourself to God, but it seemed as though God is very far from you. That you used to feel the presence of God. You used to feel how God would push you, drive you, and ensure that you are left feeling all-powerful. But now you've lost that feeling. But when you look at your track record, not to be prideful, not to be arrogant, but when you look at the way that you have been trying to be on the safe side with God, you've been trying to be okay with God. Every verse that was ever preached to you, every condition that you found in the Bible, you've been trying to practice it. But at the same time, that's not what you are getting in return. Have you ever felt as though what you were giving to God was not what you were receiving from Him. You're being tested. But ladies and gentlemen, regardless of the situation, regardless of the emotion that your situation might be driving at, regardless of what position that you feel as though you are in, but I'm here to say, be that as it may, The Bible has a lot of promises that I granted to you. But you might argue at the same time to say, I have a lot of promises that are in the Bible. When I look to the Bible and look at my life, it seems as though God is talking to someone different. Someone that is not me. It's not applicable to me. That every promise, every blessing that is promised in the Bible seems as though it's for the next person. But I'm here to say it's it at that point where we hold on to the words of God. It's at that point where we hold on to what God has promised. Because most of the time we start questioning God. And we start wondering How is this going to change for me? How is this going to be okay? How am I ever going to achieve my dreams? I've failed so many times. I've received so many uh, um, things that hold me back. I've gotten myself into so much trouble that I don't see a way out. And I'm here to answer that and to say, it's none of your business. Because at the end of the day, we usually want to take God's place into trying to perform certain miracles. Nowadays, people have stopped devoting themselves to God. Even preachers nowadays start cooking up miracles because they don't believe that God can do it. I am here to say the how is none of your business. What you should concern yourself with is the fact that God is able to do it. What you should concern yourself is the words that Job says in this particular passage of scripture. That at the end of the day, we usually concern ourselves with things that have nothing to do with us. The how is up to God. The how does not have anything to do with you. It's none of your business. Rejoice. The Bible says, again, I say rejoice. That is your duty. Fear not, for I am with you. That is your duty. Ladies and gentlemen, we concern ourselves with things that have nothing to do with us. Because God says, for I know the plans I have for you. Plans to give you prosperity in the future. Plans not to harm you. Those are the plans that God has. But you are wondering on the how. We spend a lot of time trying to think, how is it going to happen? Sometimes we even try and plan and do the work of God. I understand planning out your life is good. But at the same time, be careful not to do God's job. Where God has promised you that it shall be okay. Tell the righteous that it shall be well with them. And we often wonder, how is it going to be well? How is God going to do it? Because most of our limited thoughts have a way of standing in front of God. Because what we know is not what God knows. What we think we know Because we usually limit God in accordance to the way that we see things. Now I am here today to say it is none of your business. But the only thing that we are supposed to say. For God we know that you are all powerful in the same way Job said so. I know God. I know Lord that you are all powerful. And that you can do everything you want to do. That at the end of the day, it's not for us to question him. That God, it seems as though we are too afar. I understand the feeling. I understand the impatience that is growing within us. But start preaching to yourself that God is all-powerful. That at the right time, he will make it happen. In the book of Isaiah chapter 60, after saying, arise and shine. For your time has come. This is where God promises restoration. This is where God promises that uh, a few among you shall be known. That the few, the one of you shall be a clan. You are to grow. You are to be restored. But then around verse 22, God speaks words saying that at the right time, I, the Lord, will make it happen. The how... Is not your business. But I, the Lord, will make it happen. You don't need to stress yourself. You don't need to try and help me. I am God and I am God alone. You don't need to try and, and, and find ways in which that you can assist me. I don't need your assistance. I understand and I hear God saying, I don't need your assistance. I don't need your help. I am God All by myself. The how is none of your business. Understand, the only thing I can do is to lean on his promises. The only thing I can do is to preach to myself the promises of God. The only thing I should concern myself with is understanding what did he promise for me. The how is none of your business. May God bless you. May God be with you. May he continue to open his word. May he continue to grow you in his word. May you understand that the how is not important. His promises is what is important. God bless you.